0: it was a real pleasure to talk to dan clay today i got so much more out of it than i thought i would he is (laughs) the most sincere genuine and caring person on the internet um that i have come across and definitely some bias showing after that chat today um we spoke a little bit off air about some deeper issues that um, that was just quite amazing, and uh, I just I want to thank Dan for spending that time, spending those twenty five um, extra odd minutes in um, in discussing some some more personal things. But I feel that um, I have found a real gem, and I cannot wait to show Dan a little tour of what. An Australian party looks like, um, and I'm really looking forward to him taking us on a tour of New York City. Anyway, I hope you enjoy this episode. If you enjoy this episode, uh, a 16th as much as I enjoyed recording it, you're gonna have a great day. Hey, thank you so much for spending some time with me. I really, um, my pleasure. I really appreciate it. This little project that I have started doing was off the back of just 2020 and go for it and do things that you've wanted to do, be creative. Who cares who sees it? Who cares who doesn't? Because it's therapeutic for me to do. So it's kind of selfish.
1: But- no, but I so, I so connect with that. Um, I think... We all have so much creativity inside of us. And I think sometimes the need for some master plan inhibits us from actually being creative. Like instead just, uh, I don't know what this is for or why I'm doing this. Just do it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it. absolutely, yeah. And I found that I was really shocked by how generous people are with their time. Oh. Like just saying yes. Like I've had, like you know, I had the Bradshaw boys, couldn't believe they said yes. Um
1: fun too aren't they
0: <laughs> they are so much fun yeah. I was <laughs> I feel like I spent the whole time yelling when I was just because I was so <laughs> excited <laughs> yeah it's just just people have been really generous with their time and you know it's not a self-deprecating comment for me to make but it's not like I can do anything for anyone it's not like people are like oh yeah I'll, I'll go on your podcast because I'm nobody but so, yeah, I just I'm really grateful. Um, I really appreciate it. And um, I've been looking forward to it for the last four weeks. So um, well, it's definitely the highlight of my week as well. So, <laughs> you. you are doing something,
1: just not in the you know, material way that we often think of. Like it's still it's, del- it's so I just think it's so, um, you know, the Internet and especially social media has so many sides to it but my absolute favorite thing about all of it is that we get to meet people from all over the world I just think that's so cool so you are definitely doing something for me in return facilitating this delightful exchange I love it
0: if we may I'd like to introduce you to the audience members who embarrassingly for them might not know you
1: (laughs) Right, I know, what have they been doing with their days?
0: Um, yeah, I know. First of all, amazing name that you chose for Carrie. I mean. Thank you. How that was not taken already, I have no clue.
1: I know. Well, actually, because, you know, it. It started as that Halloween costume and I was when I was sitting with my friend thinking, like, Am I gonna keep doing this? I was like, Well, you need like your own name. And I was like, Well, obviously Carrie Drag but like definitely somebody's taken that. Like I didn't it seemed so obvious that I was like, certainly, um, you know, some other drag queen, because it's such a popular show with with gay men, um, but, but it was available. There was a competitive white space as they say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, um, yeah, I just think, oh, so you didn't have the name before you did the outfit.
1: No, no, oh. because who names their Halloween costumes? Um, so yeah, it was just, I, when I just, I, just was dan dressed as carrie but then once i once i decided to keep doing it i was like what well, gotta have a drag queen's gotta have her own name
0: so it's october 2016 and you did that and it just you went out that night and you came back and your phone exploded
1: yeah it was still in a, in a- that I still don't understand. Um, so yeah, I just, and it was meaningful for me to dress up like Carrie Bradshaw for Halloween. Um, I'd wanted to do it ever since watching the show, and like the first time I watched it, I was even in the closet, and so obviously that was not um, even a possibility for me at the time, um, but even as I got older, you know, it took a little while to get the courage to okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna wear a tutu for Halloween, um, because you know if you want to go as like a sexy firefighter or something, um, <laughs> yeah. I, I d- did the tutu and I was super excited. I mean, I relate. I think so many of us do. I relate. So much to Carrie and also just the show in general. Um, like it just, I don't know if there were so many things that they address on the show where you watch it and you're just like, oh my gosh, I'm not the only one. Um, and so the show meant a lot to me. Carrie meant a lot to me. So it was meaningful to dress up as Carrie for Halloween, but abs- didn't, I did not even cross my mind that it would be anything other than. A fun little picture to share with my friends, uh, and then yeah, I went out to a party, uh, was you know focused on that, so wasn't even paying attention really, and then got home the next morning, and it was just crazy, and I just didn't understand it. It was so fun. I was just giddy. Like how in the world does a picture on the internet <laughs> reach Patricia Field and Sarah Jessica Parker and? HB like it would just blew my mind, and it was so, 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 so fun. Um, and then I just had a few other pictures from Halloween. So the first thought was, oh, well, let's just, I'm going to post a couple other pictures from Halloween just as a tongue in cheek. Like, oh, remember how weird it was yesterday when I went viral. Um, but then those went kind of viral in their own way somehow and people started connecting to it. And it was such October, 2016, um, definitely in the US and maybe maybe everywhere. It was just a an intense time on the internet. It was right at the election that gave us um, the president that's about to leave, not be president anymore. Um, mm. And it was just intense. It was dark and, and this happened so serendipitously. And, you know, of course I had these voices in my head that were like don't be ridiculous like you put your halloween costume away but then a much louder voice said maybe this is your chance to just like spread a little love and sunshine um and create a little teeny tiny section of the internet that's focused on positivity and love um so i, th- I you know thinking that i would only do it for a few more outfits but that was you know probably 70 outfits ago or something, it would be so much fun. So I eat, you know, sometimes I look at it and I'm like, you know, you should probably wrap it up now, but it's still so fun for me. Um, And so to the point you made in the very beginning about how a lot of times these creative projects can be, um, you know, rewarding and cathartic for you. I mean, every time I write a carry caption, I don't know, I kind of sort through something that I'm going through when I do that, so it, it really is so rewarding for me. Um, and if it, you know, it seems to be still um, if, like fun for people. So I think I'll, I'll be a geriatric carry drag oh, shot. Yeah. <laughs> the time <laughs> oh,
0: I think I definitely hope that you do. Um, and what I was attracted to, I can't remember the, I cannot remember the first time I saw your post or started following you. I can only generally remember seeing them. It must have come up on the featured. Something like that, but um, yeah. I was I was firstly attracted yeah. to like your love of the show because we both have that in common. I I'm just going to quickly show you my wedding shoes. Um, <laughs> Can you see? I yeah. was obsessed. That's I was, amazing. and just to prove that I that it was me wearing them. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh my gosh, yeah. it, it was so good. good. I've just got another one, but um, yes, yeah, so. I'm a tragic, you know, it's not embarrassing to be a tragic fan of a show, but no, no. sometimes it can be when it you're can. planning yeah. your wedding and you yeah. <laughs> are hell-bent on wearing those shoes. I, I mean, obviously they're knockoffs. They're not the real thing. I couldn't afford well, them. But,
1: I mean, yeah. you're talking to someone <laughs> who makes most of the outfits with about a $10 budget as a, at a fabric store. So um, you're, you're in a very safe space when it comes to knockoffs. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, we had a budget, that's for sure. Um, I, but- think it,
1: I don't know. I find it more creatively rewarding to work within a very strict budget. You know, it'd be, you know, it'd be liberating in a way if you had money to spend. But it's kind of fun to like, okay, this is what I want. How do I make it happen with limited funds? Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> And you do and you probably think of ideas that you, if you could just go and purchase something, anyone can just go and buy it and put it on and take a photo. But the, I, that's the thing, like what I was getting to, what, the reason I showed you the shoes is because so I saw you online and I was like, oh, great, Sex in the City, just excellent at face value, I like that account. And then it was just layers for me, the way, reason I love you so much because it was like initially it was the homage to, to Carrie and the show and the outfits. Then it was the captions. Oh. So the captions that you write, you know, like I used to write blog for myself. It wasn't anything that great, but I did a lot of writing a couple of years ago. Like I loved creative writing. I love, you know, like you just, it is therapeutic. You can get yes, so much and that what you were saying, like you've previously spoken about the the creative longer form of writing and um you know, I'm not one for reading really long Instagram captions, but I read them and that's a risky thing because they're long and
1: they are but, long. They are but,
0: long. But they're they're exquisite as SJP oh. described it. They're exquisite. They're just they're relevant. And anyway, so you know, the that that got me. So it was one layer, then another layer, and then as I kept following you, it was then it was just how real you are, just how like it's so the genuine sincerity that you exude is it, it translates like and a lot of it's very hard to do online I feel that even when people are saying oh I'm being raw I'm being my genuine self mm-hmm. you know it's very cynical place social media but I feel mm-hmm. it, you you're able to to um display that and it's it's effortless and so I, I, you're like one of my most trusted people if I ever met you or <laughs> <Not fun. laughs> if I had to have a night out and got too drunk.
1: <laughs> well, we have to make that happen someday. But that, oh, that is just so, just so kind, and it really, I mean, it me absolutely means the world to me. That um, I don't know. I just even when I when I was deciding to start it, I made this these rules for my. Self, because I wanted it to stay. What I, you know, anytime you do something, it can grow in its own directions, and so I kind of wanted to focus this. Um, and I made this rule of like no drag without writing, um, because I did want it just for whoever wanted to, for it to be more meaningful um, if they wanted to engage with it in that way um so oh it just like absolutely warms my heart that you do engage with it that way it just means the world to me and it is it is so um it helps a lot as you were mentioning with even the blog like it it helps to put your thoughts into words it helps to i mean all the carry captions i also force myself to end them with positivity so it kind it's a very useful I would, if I were a therapist, I would like recommend this activity for patients <laughs> because to force yourself to like write down what you're going through, but then also force yourself to sort of have a happy ending to it. Um, yeah. It's very really, very meaningful. So, oh, the, you just made me smile. Oh, well, very.
0: I hope, I hope that it's, um, I hope that it comes across as just that, you know, not, not to try and you know, embarrass you or, or make you feel no, like you have no. to say, oh, thank you. But it's yeah. true. And I'm sure that that's the success of it is just, you know, I'm one of, of many, many people who feel that way. So what was teenage Dan Clay like?
1: Um, what, what, I mean, he had no idea <laughs> what he was like. <laughs> he was like everything, um, uh, finding himself. I don't know. I mean, I've always, I've always been quite happy, uh, so I think he was happy. Um, he was very driven and studious, uh, very d- knew that knew that he would be going somewhere else, um, uh, knew that kind of, uh, he. I have always wanted to, I will now cease referring to myself in third person. <laughs> <laughs> so I've always wanted to live in a city, I just always thought that that was just the, just would be so remarkable. Um, And so I still, when I walk around New York, um, I still look around and I'm like, I just can't believe that I live here. Like that, I don't know, it sounded fake when I was growing up. Like that if somebody said you would live in New York City, it was like, okay, sure. And I would go to church in the Notre Dame. Like it didn't sound like a real place where real people lived um, and that was actually something that I loved about Sex in the City early on was that it, I mean, obviously it is a much discussed topic. <laughs> yes, they have a high budget for the show and Carrie spends a lot of money. But they were living sort of these real lives, and you saw New York in a in as as a life um, in a way that I thought was really cool. Um, But yeah, in high school, I was I don't know I was pretty pretty happy and hardworking is how I would describe it Um, and I think anything is good if you have a good group of friends like no matter where you are what what you're dealing with Um, if you've got a good group of friends you'll be good Uh, and I did in high school I just had a good good crew Um, so yeah that's what the the Detroit (laughs) years
0: (laughs) were. But you always knew that you wanted right to to move to, to New York, in particular New York?
1: Uh, New York would, it was too big. For me, it was Chicago. Um, and there was even this specific apartment building in Chicago where I was like, anytime I would get annoyed at something in my life, I would just, you know, that was my vision, on my vision. <laughs> Board was this this big apartment tower? I thought living in an apartment would just be so cool, um, and it, it just having like neighbors and a doorman would just be remarkable. And so I had this ta- water tower, what, something um, I, I'm mixing up to apartment buildings, but it's right near Navy Pier in Chicago, and I. Fantasized about this apartment building, and it has all glass walls. Um, and all I could dream about was getting to Chicago someday, and all the people, and going to these big restaurants. <laughs> like I just thought it would be so cool. Um, and I am not disappointed in city living. Like it did, it did live up to that childhood yeah. dream. Um, And I think, I don't know, I was talking to a group of friends recently, and I think there are people who, um, you know, are where they're born just feels so much like home. And there are other people who kind of have to go out and find home. Um, Yes. I was one of those in the second case. I loved where I grew up. I absolutely loved it. Um, so it's certainly not disparaging, um, but it didn't click for me the way that moving to New York and in this group of friends that I have now, that just really, really clicked um, and feels uh, like the the adjectives surrounding home as much as as my home city ever did.
0: Yeah, I love that um, that you said that because just yesterday I was out with the at the park with with my family and um, my parents are qu- quite a lot older than um, the parents of my friends because they were older when I'm adopted, so they were older when they got me. So um, yeah, yeah mum's eighty and dad's seventy five, and I was saying, oh gosh, I feel like wait, we're about forty minutes drive from them in Sydney. So okay. you know, and I said, oh gosh, I I just feel like we might need to move there as they're growing older, move closer in. And then I started to get really, even though we love where we live, this area where we live, it's sort of semi-rural like cows. And still, amazing. like, lots, like, suburban and urban stuff, but then on the other side you've got a river and paddocks and fields. So it's it's a nice place, But um, and I feel like we have made it home. But, yeah, I got this a funny feeling in my chest, like maybe I'm getting old, but just this this um morose nostalgia for my home suburb where home is and and the same house they still live in you know and we just had a big conversation about it so it's really funny that you've just mentioned it how you've got you know people who are very attached to super attached and don't actually want to leave whereas spread their wings this is
1: this is it and it's amazing and, and it fits them and that's Fantastic, and you know, far far less. Um, yeah, I but others, we got to go out and find it.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, look, I um, it was my dream to go to New York ever since I was a kid, and and we came in 2018 um for 10 days.
1: How was and, it? it? Oh,
0: <laughs> it was this good.
1: I mean, I'm sure you did everything. It
0: was <laughs> I was massively tacky, but I did.
1: Oh. oh, we did,
0: we did, we did so much. Um, it was amazing. But the best days, I feel that we had, were the days where we were just walking around and had no particular plan. Like I knew the yeah. things I wanted to see. My daughter wanted to see the Hamilton statue and random things like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, the one in Central Park.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I know it very well.
0: Yeah. Um and then we were sitting on the lawn the, the great lawn or the giant yeah. lawn in se- yeah. oh, and just looking around and just doing nothing in particular but just feeling like this city it's so seductive it's yeah yeah it's you've got places where you can be peaceful and quiet and then of course you've got you've got the city but yeah i look i would i would ramble on about that trip forever if I was given the opportunity. Well, the, um, next, the next time you come, uh, we'll, you will
1: we'll oh. have to do a little, a little tour of, the, of, of my favourite sites. I live right near Carrie's apartment, so it can be you know, this oh. whole person-wise Sex in the City tour. Um, oh, my but, gosh. You know, those are the best days on vacation where I feel like they're often in the middle of the vacation and you just sort of have enough time to just... Feel part of the city, not like you have to conquer the city anymore. So, yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, not like a list of things like I need to see right. this, I need to see that. You just go with the day where the day takes you, which which is very New York, I think. um yeah. And yeah, but I did do the bus tour, and we um, did hop off in Perry near Perry Street, and um we were very strictly warned not to go and stand on the stairs.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, but I didn't. I just took a photo of it. I didn't. I didn't stand near it. But um, <laughs> I imagine. Yeah, you were living that. But you said that I've heard you say that you didn't know when you moved to New York. When you moved, no, to no, because
1: I just wasn't. I mean, I had you know, Sex and the City was very much in my periphery. I mean, it was such a cultural touchstone that how could it not be? Um, but I hadn't really watched it um, until I moved to New York, and it was actually with a. I studied abroad in Australia and met one of my best friends in my whole entire life when I was studying abroad and she was living in New York at the time and we were having a very just sort of friends night um, eating Chinese food and she was like, I can't believe you live right down the street from Carrie Bradshaw's house. Um, and I'm like, oh yeah, I've never really like watched Sex in the City. <laughs> Watch? Um, and we stopped, And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I've like seen bits and pieces here and there. Um, and so we stopped everything. I think at the time, I think we went and bought Sex in the City. I don't, I doubt, <laughs> streaming anywhere. I don't n- know for sure. Um, but we started watching, and it, I was just floored Th- this show that had been you know, obviously I knew about it and I had, had fantasized about watching it, but it was still, it was its so feminine that um, even when I was out, it was like, it wasn't really something I wanted to embrace. Um, and then when we watched it, I was just, is this a documentary of our lives? I mean, the dates, the conversations they had with their friends, like certainly, um, you know, it's, it's a very, um, you know, a very glittery, side of new york but that side exists and we went to parties like it was just it blew like no other tv show experience ever has it just blew my mind i was just watching this with my friend who is very um out and about person at the time and we were just like floored and that's when my my interest turned into
0: <laughs> oh, thank goodness
1: <laughs> you see before you I know you can thank Paula Bloodworth for that I was
0: just about to say you need to name that person where did you yeah yeah actually what's funny is before I ask you that question um my when you said like it's a very feminine show and for the girls. It's really not. Um, my husband is so reluctant to laugh and admit that he laughed at that episode. Like he's so really? reluctant because he's like, oh, it's Sex in the City, like it's a girl show, you know. I, and I know. <laughs> but <laughs> he, I know he enjoys it. Yeah. I know. Everybody it. likes it. I, it has this very, you
1: know, because it is. It's about shoes and in fashion and boys and so there is this re- reluctance to embrace it but it is smart it is hilarious i haven't sat with anybody of any <laughs> anywhere on the sexuality spectrum gender yeah. spectrum who you know isn't able to enjoy it um so yeah, yeah i think it, it's uh my you know we had I have our preconceived notions about things that were yeah. dispelled.
0: That's for sure. Yeah, a hundred percent. And of course, like mentioning them again, Bradshaw boys, they have just shown a side of watching right. that. So isn't it brilliant what they've done? Like it's just, um,
1: I it's fantastic.
0: That. And I, I've, you know, yeah. he's listened to the podcast in in the car, and you know, had a laugh at their take on it. So it's that's that's really cool. And it's cool that you can, um, you know, dissect it in so, but from so many different perspectives.
1: I um, know. Just goes you know to I always the think writers how. How rewarding it must be to be part of a show that obviously stands the test of time and still gets analyzed and critiqued <laughs> from so many different angles in 20 years after it ended. I just think that is so must be so rewarding for them.
0: And they've got another little job to do now, which is I not know in my mind.
1: It almost <laughs> you know, didn't feel real when I first when I saw the video that SJP posted I was almost I w- I almost had a subdued reaction because I was like well is this really happening <laughs> um but it is so how exciting for us to get to have a peek at what I just what I I give so much credit for people I think it takes a certain creative courage to to revisit something so beloved, and I just give have so much admiration because it like what is Carrie doing right now? I would have no idea. I would have absolutely no idea if somebody sat me down and said, "You, I'll give you ten million dollars to like draft the first page of the script." I would have no idea. I just think like. So much has happened in the world. So I, for one, am am fascinated to hear and watch where they're going to take it.
0: And I'm really looking forward to see what character they cast you as
1: in the show. I would would be a happy member of the catering committee.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Um, You deserve it, though. Um, I'm actually really excited that... It's not a movie. It seems to have. It seems to be kind of perfect. Not not perfect. I mean, don't know want to offend anyone who was super keen on a movie, but the movies didn't tend to get a great reception. I mean, you know, and and it's very very difficult to do a movie after Mm -hmm. such a successful show like that. It's very risky, um, especially when you've got such a strong fan base. Um, And yeah, so the movie didn't happen, but. I think it's better because TV t- TV is the thing at the moment. TV, and people can't go yeah. to the movies anyway at the moment, so um, yeah. properly, and shooting it would be a nightmare. So, yeah, I just think it's it's actually quite perfect the way it's come yeah. about. Um, and such,
1: I don't know, there's such an intimacy to the show, um,
0: mm.
1: which is one of the reasons why I, Still enjoy rewatching the episodes. Is you know she's asking you questions, even in mm. that much derided uh, monologue style of Carrie Bradshaw. Of you know maybe some women aren't meant to be ta- like it's very inviting you in. It's this very intimate exchange. I think, um, and that is just so perfect for TV. And I don't know the way they live their lives is just so perfect for like week to week uh, checking yes. you know, Sundays. It just is such, it is such a quintessential TV show because you really are kind of inviting them into, you feel like they're inviting you into their world. You're inviting, so yeah, I I just think that it, the medium of television is so perfect. And as you mentioned, so adroitly that um, TV is where it's at. TV is where um, kind of the dramas and the, there's so many intelligent, amazing TV shows right now.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it is definitely more intimate. Yeah, same. I, I, I was, and I was like, I think it was on Monday here. Um, for me, in Australia, and um, I was just, uh, yeah. I was, <gasps> all right, I've got to stop talking about it. I was very excited. Put it that way, I was very excited. And I'm not. I'm not looking forward to people trashing it, but I need to not be negative like that in my thinking, but.
1: It will right. get. I just
0: feel like it's going to get trapped. Like right, people are going to, no doubt in my mind, say, "Oh, look how they've aged, or they haven't aged well, or they have aged well." And I think there will be a lot of emphasis on how they look rather than what their mm-hmm. stories are and and what they're doing in their fifties. And so mm-hmm. I'm I'm kind of not looking forward to that, even though it's quite it's a very hypothetical n- negative prediction. But I feel like mm-hmm. it. It's just something that circulates, but that it's going to circulate anyway. I just well, um...
1: well I and mean, it's such a different media landscape now than it was when it was first on, uh, where you could, you know, then you would talk about it at the water cooler, but now everybody can, you know, be a a published critic in their own way. Um, so certainly there will be a lot of conversation, but but I commit to keeping the Carrie Dragshaw corner of the internet still. Exclusively, positivity and love. Uh, Yes.
0: It'll
1: it'll be great. It'll be great. Cynthia, uh, they're all doing such amazing things with their lives um, that I just really don't think that they would bother if if the premise and the scripts and what they've seen weren't great. You know, they're all, Mm -hmm. they all live. Uh, like Christian Davis, Cynthia Nixon, they're, they're all doing um, incredible things with their lives. Uh, so I just don't think that they would return to it if they weren't excited. And if they didn't think, they're also all sub- such substantive humans. I mean, yes. Cynthia Nixon. Running for government office, Kristen Davis is this incredible animal rights activist, and Sarah Jessica Parker just is so passionate about so many like local New York issues, national issues. She uses her platform for such incredible things um, that I just, I just really don't think that they would um, would do it if it weren't going if it weren't a substantive, interesting thing that they thought were adding a fresh voice to the world the same way that the mm. added a fresh voice. Um so yeah I'm I'm quite confident that it'll just be awesome and
0: yeah there will I'm be just a lot so
1: Eve I'm just so curious. Yes yeah,
0: like, me too. i
1: just curious like what are they doing? Mm. <laughs> like they've been frozen in amber for so long. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah that's right and um yeah their storylines will definitely be um yeah like you said it will be of substance I have no doubt in my mind they have no reason to return to something and the writers you know obviously they're phenomenal so
1: yeah it'll be great
0: um I like we'll have
1: to visit each other after um that was weird like we'll have to reconnect when once it is (laughs) on We can check in.
0: Oh, my gosh, I would love to. I, I've already been pestering um, the Bradshaw boys to, to do an episode with me. I don't think there's only going to be ten, so I don't think I stand a chance, but I've I've <laughs> told them that I'll be their Australian correspondent. Oh, right,
1: because of course they <laughs> will review the new episode.
0: Yeah. yeah. You'll okay. do one with them. That'll be your yeah. third time. I, mean,
1: I just think they're so fun.
0: Yeah. Um, hey, I wanted to mention that... Um, you know when you were saying about when when you how, where you live um, i really like how on instagram you were doing your tours of new york who wants to who wants to come on a walk with me today oh my gosh that was i mean for somebody who loves new york city and wishes that they could just start i had my first child at 22 i have four kids yeah and so if i do my whole oh if i didn't have kids so early i would definitely have done the not get married for a long time to travel and all that kind of stuff so living vicariously through those Instagram stories the best
1: well do I, I mean I love and especially I mean I think I did more of those during the pandemic and it was so I don't I just got this whole different relationship with the internet (laughs) during the because it just is so when you are literally alone and especially when it was really spiking in new york um you know i live i live by myself um and there was a time when you even weren't seeing your friends because it was so high um and so having a way to to connect with people and feel not alone when you're mandated to be alone was super cool so oh i'm so glad that you enjoyed going on those little walks with Uh, me i'll do another one i don't know where
0: oh yeah just go any anywhere i don't don't even care
1: where you go that's a totally different um Certain parts of New York are just so quiet now because people aren't going into their offices. Um So it's pretty, pretty unique time to be walking around New York.
0: I remembered when I actually started really following you, well, not really paying attention, it was when you, this is just another topic, but it was when you were watching the shows on your Instagram. Oh, Who yes. wants to watch an episode? And it's your... And you know what I love, Dan? I love when you're watching a scene and you just you can hear you in the background going, oh, and it's the exact same moment that you would be laughing at, like, at the scene. Oh, it's so perfectly timed and you're just, of and you're was giggling.
1: So like, the... million times and we're still laughing
0: oh it's so it's so good it's so uplifting just just hearing the giggling right at the right parts where you know it's funny Um, and then like when something like you're like oh (laughs) you know when something's sad it's just well. in that
1: that I think because now you know I I have obviously loved sex in the city for a while but now I could like write a doctoral thesis on (laughs) such a all of this time Um, but I do think one of the just absolute genius things about the show is how they can I mean it sounds trite but they really execute it like they can make you laugh and then truly the next scene you can be crying you know and have these sort of I read this thing where they always try to have two plot four girls obviously two of the girls going through a sort of funny humorous life thing and then two going through a bit more of a serious life thing and so they always tried to keep that balance um but it really is remarkable how you can just be laughing and then crying and then the very next and then you know samantha will say something that makes you laugh all over through your tears it's just so i just that roller coaster of emotion in a single Mm. 30 minute episode is just remarkable
0: yeah, it's good. It's I yeah, I just remembered the um because you have quite a the frame around your television. Oh, what yes. like,
1: that's, I hate screens. It's just
0: the- a – Yeah. It's like an art it's like an art frame. Right, well, right. Yeah.
1: If anything were art, it's it's our favorite show. I
0: love it. Yeah, I love it. I'm like, oh my gosh, his TV is so good. It's just like a frame. It's
1: oh so yeah.
0: And then any type, whatever I was doing, it sounds ridiculous, but whatever like I'm just a mother but whatever I was doing and that came on like would you like to watch it? I'd be like yes I do okay. <laughs> if I had limited time I'd tap through quickly but it was so yeah um, um but anyway I, I think that's a great little um a great little um Instagram highlight that you have um yeah. it's just good so let's talk I have a I have a question for you yeah um I saw online that you did a a TED talk, a video on authenticity in the workplace. Yeah. And I loved it. I absolutely loved mm-hmm. it. And I, what I liked about it so much is, um, what's one of the things you said? I've actually written that down. You oh. said, <laughs> you're like, oh, shit. Um, no, no.
1: Really, <laughs> you, said,
0: you said, is authenticity in the workplace off limits? your coworkers your openness and vulnerability you thought that would decrease your standing with your team but your boss and coworkers just loved you even more after this mm-hmm. um photo came out and the whole carry dragshaw show came out yeah. how did it change um how did it did it change your life at, at work yeah i mean i think i
1: think almost everyone is kind of running through life thinking that, oh my God, if these people found out who I really am. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, you know, I don't think it's dramatically different than that, but certainly, you know, I wasn't out when I started my professional career. um, And for a long time, I thought very much like, you know, and you would get certain signals that it was probably the right choice to be making. And I've always had a relatively corporate career. um, And so it was very much, you know, what you do in your personal life, keep it at home. Um, And so then obviously the world has changed a lot in that 17 years, Um, but, I was still, this is still a lot. <laughs> and I was yeah. still quite nervous that it would limit me professionally, um, yeah. that it would, I would no longer, you know, even, even, us even leaving aside the draft, like just the kind of cosplay element of it. Like, I would no longer be able to give stern feedback, or I would no longer be viewed as an expert by my clients because if I'm doing this silly thing on the internet. Um, and, you know, obviously, layer onto that the sort of implied flamboyance of it and just all the whatever shame I'm holding on to. Um, And so I was really quite nervous, but it was very, very rewarding Um, in the beginning of Carrie. It was just so insane to me to get messages from little kids in Russia about how it's helping. It was just, so I was kind of, you know, well, if there are professional ramifications, then fine. Um, Mm -hmm. But it the opposite um the absolute opposite it i could not have been more wrong <laughs> um, i was just so wrong good. On one side, I completely underestimated the people that I work with um, thinking that they were, I don't i don't know who I thought they were, but who they are, are people who um, think that it's cool when you have a creative passion and you're pursuing it and think that it's cool when you're um, doing fun, interesting things outside of work. Um, and in the second way, this notion that it would prevent me from being a, trusted serious businessman was all outdated to begin with this idea that there's only one way to be a businessman which is the way that you know we all we all have the same person that we're impersonating when we think of being a successful business person yes. um, and it's silly it's ridiculous we all have such unique strengths and so for us all to be impersonating this same old man is just ridiculous um, and so in a lot of ways, it forced me to be more myself um, because I couldn't pretend that I was some, you know, stiff buttoned up, uh, you know, business person. So it kind of pushed me into authenticity, but I'm so glad because it, it, it kind of encouraged that that in a two way thing, I have much deeper relationships with my colleagues and clients now, and it, I don't know, I have more fun at work. It's just lighter when you're more yourself, there's just, I don't know, there's this heaviness that I didn't know that I was carrying around because I had always been carrying it uh, that just got released uh, when I was no longer capable of disguising myself
0: yeah that's um what you called it office drag <laughs> but, yes
1: right right well, and that was I mean if you really want because I obviously take all of this way too seriously but <laughs> when when Carrie dragshaw was really kind of um g- getting attention and getting bigger um a lot of people were like would well, you have to change your Instagram handle to be Carrie dragshaw um and I went, I couldn't do it. Because in my head, I just had this idea that Carrie Dragshaw is more me than I have ever been. Yes. (laughs) She is open. She is talking about her challenges. She is addressing the guy that ghosted her. She, whereas Me, I'm more, much more inclined to kind of pretend everything's perfect and do all these things. And so it was this very authentic manifestation of myself that I could, I was like, this is, I can't change the name. So it's very self-indulgent to even think back on that. But it was why I couldn't change it to Carrie Dragshaw, because I'm like, if anything, my office persona should have a different name. Uh, Yes. Aries, more. I, mean, I should go into the office and you call me Bob.
0: Yeah. What would your Yeah, I was just about to say. Oh, what would your office drag name be? Yeah, just
1: Bob. Yeah. Bob well, Davidson. Bob Davidson. <laughs> that, that is for for twelve years. That is who I was in the office. That is a hundred percent what Bob Davidson reporting for duty. <laughs> oh,
0: yes. And oh. We're
1: all Bob Davidson in the oh. world. Not Bob Davidsons. Bob Davidson is Bob Davidson.
0: Uh, uh, look, I, I especially feel that at my job too. I work at a school and yeah. so obviously there's an expectation for us to be, yeah, sort of reserved. Not not completely reserved, but Why? you know what I mean. There needs oh, to be some oh. sort of, well, that's not that appropriate. That
1: children and you're, you're influencing them.
0: Yeah, and it's not, it's not so much... It's not like we're walking around work swearing and talking about inappropriate things, but it's uh, I it did worry me doing this show because there's yeah. going to be swearing in this show. Parents might listen to it. There's going to be topics that are going to, you know, people aren't going to be happy to hear about, but I have never felt happier just in the last 4 right. months in putting together and cultivating this this um project because I feel like it's it's my way of expressing myself and um mm. Yeah, I mean, I haven't, um, I've only published one, I've only published one interview. I've done about six that I'm going to put out next week. Um, But I did one sort of like a, like warming into it with an Australian comedian here and a random guy off Instagram from Florida who's just a hoot. And um, (laughs) so anyway, I put that one out and um, I I got some good feedback at work. Like, oh, I didn't know that you did that. And I'm like, yeah, because I don't walk around and talk about it. It's just right. it's not like so. Like I go into work and go, "Did you guys see my latest?" Right. Uh, you know? <laughs> there is still. Uh,
1: I mean, it's like yes, authenticity in the workplace, but there is still like it is still work, and this is still li- there is still a a line. Um. And so, yeah, the the extent to which you kind of trumpet your out of work life can vary.
0: Mm. I saw that you won some award for oh yes like, yeah wait how long ago was that how
1: <gasps> good was that remember. I put uh, it in a
0: little um I put it in a little promo thing that I made last night I just found it online and it was great yeah yeah it really I mean
1: it really tickled me um because I, I don't know like you do you do these things in in 99.999 percent of the time I'm doing anything related to Carrie Bradshaw. It's just me. <laughs> like I'm just yeah. here alone in my. It's not like I'm ever somewhere where I see the. I mean, you see numbers of things, and you you can wrap your. You get messages, and you can wrap your head around the fact that there people are looking at this, but you never actually have my, many human interfaces just by the medium. Um, and so then, when something like that happened, it was so. It was really delightful and rewarding and kind of took me off guard because, oh, yeah, other people see this. <laughs> like, I don't know, you can and I don't mean that in a silly, false way self self deprecating way mm-hmm. uh, you are just doing it's just me and my phone and sometimes a friend who I trick to come over and take pictures yeah. um, but a lot of times it's just me and a tripod and like trying to make sh- make sure m- nothing in my apartment shows and so yeah. it was it was so fun and also it was this full on awards <laughs> ceremony and <laughs> like, like like it was the Oscars and we yeah. have tables and i was at this table with these guys who have because it might it's still this really small corner of the internet that i love i just absolutely love that it's just this little section of super fans and i think it's so fun and lovely um but i was at this table with these guys who have like 20 million followers on YouTube and and then all these, there was this pig there that was, went kayaking down a river and like the actual pig was there. I mean, imagine the randomness of the internet uh, <laughs> in person. There was this cat that, that uh, did, would be in this spaceship that was there and then there was this amazing woman who was blind but she was a makeup artist like a beauty influencer on youtube but she was blind um so she was super inspirational um it was this wild mix of just total total internet silliness internet inspiration everything that the internet has to offer um and then when i i won which was quite surprising to me legitimately and then I had to give like a proper acceptance speech which is so I mean I'm a consultant I have a very normal job I live a pretty normal so it was just this very surreal experience that was absolutely delightful and I was very um very very tickled by the whole thing um so yeah it's fun it's fun
0: I would have got the biggest um out of imposter syndrome sitting in that room uh, oh,
1: if I- it was it was, I f- certainly certainly that um, and you also I mean it's such a it's by nature the the social media is so quantifiable I mean you can literally gate okay this has so many and this has so many and this has so many um, and I very 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 much and uh, have successfully not cared about that ever um, but it was it was interesting being in this where these people just had millions I mean they're really shaping culture these people it was really remarkable to be into. to so many of them have such a thoughtful intention with their platforms, even the fun, even just ones that look like fun. They have such a I found it so interesting to talk to people and get under to understand why they do it and what their um goals with it are. And so many of it is is just this real authentic connection with other people. It was it was a vast one of the most interesting nights of my life was being surrounded by all these all these internet people. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's um yeah that would have been that would have been so much fun. Do you, um, do you tell me where you studied in Australia? Oh, where did you so study? I
1: was a student at Northwestern University in the United States. And then I did abroad in, in the University of Melbourne. Um, oh, and it was, you said oh it properly. Of course. Of course. <laughs> um, it was a am- It was one of the greatest periods of my life. Um, I just... The, the people that I met the the classes that I took the the vacations that I took with classmates um, just such a fun loving adventurous uh barrels of laughter group of people that i met and i don't know if all australians are like that but the people that i met were just oh my gosh it was so fun and i'm yeah, still in perfect. touch with, with many of them um i've never felt like worse of an athlete than when i was in australia it was <laughs> like i was just it flabbergasted by how it seemed like anybody you passed on the street could dunk a netball or whatever. Yeah. You're in
0: good shape though. You're in amazing I mean, shape. Not, not, it's
1: like it's it's uh it's not functional muscle <laughs> yeah. for display purposes for display.
0: only. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> I'm so thrilled. I I yeah that was great. I, I wrote down just when you said it like Australia and have held my finger on it so I don't forget to ask you that has just leveled up my connection to you now now I'm just oh gonna be I I'm to come back so because
1: I mean I just like I'm a pretty enthusiastic person um and th- I don't know there was just like this energy and this joy of life and just like yes. goodbye do it! Like, just grab it by the horns, like, and like really, really connected to, um, it, you know, it was in college. And so obviously there's a certain freedom to that. Um, but it just, I mean, the fun and we would go out Constantly, I didn't. I was never in. Um, we were just always out. Um, the people that you would meet, uh, all ages, all I would go visit my friend's parents and on farms, and it was so everybody was even the parents were game. I've never had that experience with my parents' friends here, like we would have parties at these far and like you would turn around and somebody's grandpa was there <laughs> like oh okay hey <laughs> um it was oh i just absolutely loved it and i am i cannot wait to get back
0: so what so what's what's your next project for carrie dragshaw
1: well, you do i mean i definitely am gonna i i feel compelled um to reflect on the the news <laughs> um yes. and so i oh, sort of gosh. had yeah and it also happened at such a um i mean it's it's again kind of, kind of an intense time um i feel like there have been a lot of intense times for little little america lately mm-hmm. but um it, it it has been an intense time and it it was just this like a little a little beautiful lime green bird flying over an ashen volcano. When I saw that video, you know, it was just this like delightful news um, in in a really dark start of the year. Um, so yeah, I definitely want to do a little outfit reflecting on that because it was it was so exciting and and I have to start. Clearing out space in my closet for the new outfits that oh. will undoubtedly be fabulous.
0: Oh, uh, that's yeah. Don't start me. I mean, <laughs>
1: I really can I. That's another thing I can't imagine. I don't even I can't even think how. What is Carrie wearing now? Um, are
0: they? Are they? Do you know if they're having pet feel? Of course they oh, would.
1: I mean, I have to. I don't know, and you know I support them. In whatever they do.
0: I'm asking but, you. I'm asking you. Yeah, that you're that, an executive producer. But, right.
1: <laughs> can can but, you give me the scoop? Uh, the Field was as much a character as anything. I mean, there's, there's never, at least to my knowledge, there's never been a show where the clothes were such an integral part of the plot, the uh-huh. scene, the everything. I mean, I've just never seen a show where it's so. Essential um yes. so yeah i would I would think Patricia field, and I think she's she's still um been doing a lot of work with like the creators of sex in the city, and so so yeah i would I would think so
0: honestly, I could sit here, Dan, and just talk to you for like i know three hours. Do, actually um, <laughs> I feel <laughs> like getting a going to make a drink and coming back <laughs> no, I, have,
1: I have like a sort of a what, drink.
0: What time is it? That you're there.
1: 9:20.
0: Oh, that's not too late. All right. Well, I'm I, I'm reluctant to go, but this I've has
1: got, been so wonderful.
0: This has been really wonderful. I I'm so humbled that you even replied. Hey, and take care. Yeah. Bye. All right. Right. Bye, Dan. Bye. I want to thank Dan Clay for being such a fun and terrific guest. Um, I love you, Dan. I am so glad that we have stayed in touch and I can't wait till we speak again, and we will. If you wanted to go follow Dan, he's on Instagram at Dan underscore Clay. C-L-A-Y. And as I said in the intro, if you enjoyed the content, then please uh, like, share, comment, review. Any of those things would be great. And uh, any of those things are much appreciated by me. Until next time, take care, guys.